This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today I have three questions on selfies. What is the relationship between selfies and narcissism? What is the relationship between selfies and personality? And will selfies destroy the world, right? That one sounds a little scary, but I will get to the answer. With the advent of the smartphone and its increasing capabilities, self-photography has become popular. The term selfie was added to the Oxford Dictionary in 2013. It is defined as a photograph that one has taken of oneself, typically one taken with a smartphone or webcam and shared via social media. So looking at this definition, the only thing really required is somebody taking a picture of themselves. It doesn't have to be shared on social media. This distinction becomes important later on. Now, to kind of hone in on the area of narcissism, the question about narcissism, I often talk about pathological narcissism. That would be like narcissistic personality disorder or a level of narcissism that interferes with functioning. But there is also a subclinical narcissism, which is far more common. This is the narcissism we see every day in many people. Some of this type of narcissism is adaptive and some of it is maladaptive. Here, what I'm really talking about is the whole range of narcissism, the continuum from one end to the other, from mild narcissism to extreme narcissism, mostly focusing on grandiose narcissism as opposed to vulnerable. But I will talk about vulnerable a little bit. There are a number of ways that researchers study narcissism. The popular method is to use the narcissistic personality inventory. This divides narcissism into three facets. Leadership authority. I'll just refer to this as leadership. This is a desire for power. Somebody is driven if they have this. It's usually not pathological, but it certainly can be. The next facet is grandiose exhibitionism. I'll just call this grandiose. It's characterized by vanity, a sense of superiority, and self-love. The last facet is exploitative entitlement. I'll just call this entitlement. We see, of course, here a sense of entitlement and a willingness to manipulate other people. Typically, this is considered the most maladaptive and much more likely to be pathological. In general, narcissism tends to be more common in men than in women, and it tends to decrease with age somewhat. 
Given the characteristics of narcissism, it's not surprising to see that it has been connected with selfie taking. This is an area where some people have done research. Interestingly, we see a lot of mixed findings, not only on selfie taking and narcissism, but also with selfie taking related to gender and related to age. I'll be relying mostly on a study that really tried to overcome a lot of methodological problems with examining the relationship. This study focused on emerging adults age 17 to 29 with an average age of 20. It's also important to look at motivation. There are a lot of different motivations to take a selfie. Not all of them would connect to narcissism. A few reasons that somebody might take a selfie to provide information about themselves to others, escapism, to facilitate a sense of belonging, conformity, or it could be part of their job. Now, in terms of gender differences, males and females take selfies at equal rates, but females take significantly more selfies that include other people in the shot. So how about the tendency to take selfies alone or with others? Well, the way this was studied was to compare individuals who had a high level of narcissism to those who had a low level on all three of the facets. Again, leadership, grandiose, and entitlement. So the results here are interesting because it's different based on facet. I'm really going to focus on just one facet that really stood out. The grandiose exhibitionism facet really had different results than the other two. Women scoring high in this facet took the same number of selfies with others as women scoring low, but twice as many selfies alone as women who scored low. Men scoring high in this facet took more selfies with others and almost four times as many selfies alone. It would appear that grandiose exhibitionism type narcissism is associated with taking more selfies alone. Now, how about motive? I talked about this before. Why do people take selfies? To study this, the researchers collected responses to a survey and then divided up the information into themes or patterns. About 30% of the responses were narcissistic, so 30% of the motives. We saw no gender difference here. Men and women were equally likely to report a narcissistic motive. So 70% of the responses did not involve a narcissistic motive. Some of the non-narcissistic motives included sharing a connection, boosting self-esteem, documenting memories, and conforming. I touched on that earlier. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Matt Harris. Seton Tucker and I host the podcast Impact of Influence, which for two years covered in depth Alec Murdoch, who was eventually convicted in 2023 of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul. That story continues to evolve, and we will cover that. Plus, we will tell you stories of other true crime events that have happened in the South. Please join us on Impact of Influence and give us a follow on the Impact of Influence Facebook page. From other studies, we see another popular motive model for selfies includes attention-seeking, communication, archiving, and entertainment as four main motives. Some research shows that communication is the most common reason people post selfies, with attention-seeking being the next most common. The communication motive is not considered to be narcissistic. Only the attention-seeking motive would have some connection to narcissism. So going back to the original study, 
This study also found that individuals who appear to lack narcissistic tendencies may still have those tendencies manifest in special circumstances, like when posting selfies to social media. So some people may behave in a narcissistic way sometimes, even though they don't actually have the personality trait. This is actually fairly important. It hints that there could be a reciprocal relationship. So here's the theory behind that. Here we see someone who's not narcissistic, but they act narcissistic specifically around the area of selfies. So essentially, they are repeatedly entering into a state of narcissism, even though they lack the trait of narcissism. So again, kind of manifesting the behaviors temporarily, but they don't do it as a tendency. The concern here is that if one repeats a state, it sometimes becomes a trait. Just like if somebody's angry repeatedly over the course of several months, they could become trait angry. So we know that narcissism may predict taking selfies, but it also may be the case that taking selfies could predict narcissism. Again, a reciprocal relationship. I'll talk more about this theory toward the end of the video. So now looking at some other areas of personality. So here I'm moving on to other studies that examine these topics. Now I mentioned narcissism runs on a continuum. At the extreme of grandiose narcissism, that's where we see narcissistic personality disorder. There are 10 personality disorders. The only other personality disorder associated with selfie taking is histrionic, but it only has this association when it's present in males, not females. Now, vulnerable narcissism is kind of interesting. It's a little bit like borderline personality disorder. We see with vulnerable narcissists, they tend to take a number of selfies, but they don't really share them at the same rate. Now, that's more from my clinical experience and not something found in the research literature. I mentioned earlier how a selfie just requires somebody actually taking the picture of themselves and sharing it is not technically required. So that's why this is important to understand vulnerable narcissism. Somebody could be taking a lot of selfies, but not really work up the nerve, the courage to put them out into a public environment or even among a large number of people. Vulnerable narcissism is highly connected to shame and insecurity. And later on, we're going to see some results with the five-factor model that shows the connection to neuroticism, which really supports this idea that vulnerable narcissists take pictures but don't necessarily share them. So what is the personality profile associated with selfie taking? So using the five-factor model, we see there are five big traits. I remember them through the acronym OCEAN, openness to experience, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. So we can really look at this two ways. We can look at selfie posting and selfie editing. It's a separate area that's studied. But really, both of these constructs have the same personality profile. We see no association with openness to experience. There's a positive relationship with extroversion. So if somebody's highly extroverted, they're more likely to post selfies and to edit selfies before posting them. With conscientiousness, we don't really see any relationship. And we see a positive relationship with agreeableness. Now, neuroticism, we see a negative relationship. So somebody who's highly neurotic would be less likely to post selfies or to edit selfies. So what about motive? I talked before about how the most common motive was communication with attention seeking coming in second. This is overall, but it's different based on which personality trait you're talking about. So again, going through the five factors, we see no relationship with openness. High extroversion is associated with posting selfies for the purpose of seeking attention. Conscientiousness, no relationship. Highly agreeable individuals post selfies to communicate and archive, so to preserve the memory. 
highly neurotic people tend to avoid selfie posting altogether. So what are my thoughts overall about selfies and narcissism? Will selfies end up destroying the world? This question comes about, I think, because of this idea that selfies could increase narcissism, the idea I talked about before, that theory. So rather than just being an indication of narcissism, selfie taking may cause it. I'm not really convinced by this argument. Clearly, there is a relationship between selfies and narcissism, but the main motive, in my opinion, is really communication. I think it's also about quantity. Many people take selfies regularly. It's really a matter of how many somebody's taking. So if somebody's taking three or four times as many selfies as other people, and their motivation is primarily narcissistic in nature, that's not a great sign. That behavior could be reinforcing narcissism. But if somebody takes a reasonable number of selfies to communicate, to capture memories, and to entertain themselves, I don't really see a big problem with that from a mental health or a personality perspective. So will selfies end up destroying the world? Well, I can appreciate the fear about narcissism growing. Narcissism is so dangerous that even if we find something that contributes to it a little bit, we need to be sensitive to that threat. So it makes sense to keep an eye on selfie-taking behavior. It may be a sign of narcissism in some cases, but in most cases, it's really not. Only the grandiose exhibitionism facet is really connected in any meaningful way to selfie-taking. When it comes to behaviors or situations that threaten to destroy the world, taking selfies is going to have to get in line, right? There are a lot of other things that threaten the world more than selfies. I think it's just a matter of prioritizing at some point, and selfie-taking behaviors are way down on the list. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.